everybody rate us on iTunes. Five stars is a charm. And why not leave us a voicemail? Five seven oh pod what one doesn't matter what you say in your voicemail. We promise we'll appreciate it. We don't get many. Thank you. podcast where me marissa phillips and me pete phillips i forgot if that was my real name for a second <laughs> we're not related by the way yes but we are in rare form and what we do on this podcast is we get together and uh we you know like it's it's kind of like making a, a wonderful cocktail right it's like a little bit of marissa a little bit of pete a little bit of knowledge a little bit of humor right shake vigorously Serve over ice. That's all I got. <laughs> Good. If you can see Marissa's face, that's why I stopped. <laughs> In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Oh, can you even see me? Yeah, I can see you. Oh, I can't see you. Can you see this? Yeah, I can see it. It's slime. It's homemade slime my coworker made. Yeah. DIY yeah, slime. Please. That's how into it she is. Yep, I own like seven slimes now, and now we're going to start making them. Uh-huh. These slimes are like $13 each. I own so many, and I waste so much money. Okay, so how's your week? <laughs> I saw him a few days ago. Oh, yeah, listeners. I, she's talking about me. <laughs> I was like, she saw a week? A week? <laughs> um, I'll say my good thing of the week. I don't know. I'm, I've been very foggy this week, but... Uh, my, my good thing that I would like to talk about is that as I was, uh, getting everything in line for the show, I put on some muscles, Marissa. Ooh, I love muscles. Got a little bit of ice cream, a little bit of Lauren from Glebe, a little bit of sweaty. (gasps) Lauren from Glebe. Guys, look up muscles on your Spotify. Lauren from Glebe. This album is older than a decade. Ugh, gross. I know that's how old we are, Marissa. I know, gross. Speaking of gross, how's your slime? Delicious. I'm not eating it. Uh, what Pete really meant to say about his week is that he had a great time with me this oh, yeah. weekend. That's true. I guess that was after <laughs> we recorded. I was lumping it all together. Yep. Best part about Isn't my... Isn't Out With Me really just a Muscles album when you think of it? Yes. Deep down. Yeah, uh, Pete and me went on a road trip to see my cousin's adorable babies. Um, one of them loved them, me. One of them hated me. But and I, I did teach that I'm a two-year-old in a Why? 30-year-old Oh, body. yeah. He kept being like, oh, I identify so much with that two-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, Taco Bell Doritos Locos Tacos, which I've, like, built up in my head for years, are not as good as I'd hoped. Yeah, I'm really sorry so about that. Real sick. But boy, oh boy, did I poop more than I have in weeks. You know, sometimes you just got to cleanse. So Pete, <clears throat> kill time while I think of an <laughs> Well, one of the things I would like to say, I've talked to Marissa offline about this, but let's give a proper shout-out in the show to Sarah Sinto for still listening. Anybody who's still listening who knows us, thank you so much. 
Juan, if you still listen, Mike Dominic, if you still listen, thank you. James, thank you. Uh, Sarah texted to say that a YouTuber that she knew about uh, also hated Bill and Ted's excellent video game adventure. So Good. Not only good. is she texting and being like, hey, good show, but she's actually using details to prove that she's listening. <laughs> Okay, I have an icebreaker. Ready. What? Okay. You could choose one of two questions. Either if you had to get into some weird internet fad or subculture, which would you choose? Or, adversely, you can answer, which internet fad or subculture is a deal breaker for someone you're with romantically? Oh, you mean like slime? Like slime, like furries, like ASMR eating, like people who dab on the internet, like anything. <laughs> I don't get like a meme, like a meme artist, like a. Strangely enough, listeners, Marissa doesn't know what I'm going to talk about today, but it is very much tied to this icebreaker question. Good. I think, if I'm quite honest with you, the one thing that I wish I understood and I wish that I had the confidence to partake in is weird Twitter. Which is just um, like just a bunch of meme-heavy, hip link like like online lingo, like it's just people that seem to know what they're doing with Twitter and just spreading yeah. random business out there. And I just every time I look, I'm like I admire it because, you know, I don't know maybe they're on drugs, but if they're not on drugs, they're really tapping into some sort of part of the human brain that I don't know uh, maybe my maybe you should start making memes won't let me down. Maybe you should start making memes and your life will never be the same. Yeah, um, it just seems like such a seems like such a young man's game. Pete, memes have been around that's, since we were like in college. That's, that's what came to mind though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. That wasn't that weird, but I'll take it. Well, I don't know what you were expecting. I don't know. What about you, Marissa? I'm gonna pick the second question for you, yeah. What's the deal breaker meme? And don't say juggalos for two weeks in a row. <laughs> no, no, no. I wouldn't really call that an internet thing. Uh, I would say not furries in and of itself, but furries who wear a fursuit are a deal breaker. Oh, all right. Furry. You could have your own fursona. I don't care. <laughs> you can have your own fursona avatar. You could make fan fiction. You can make erotic fan art. Just do not wear a fursuit, and I will not do that. It's a hefty investment, too. Yeah, and I don't know. That just really makes me uncomfortable, and I'm sure the, smell, the fursuit smells bad unless you, like, wash it all the I time. I would imagine, yeah. But if you're washing it all the time, that money could probably be used for something more exciting. We'll probably never own a home together because your hobby costs so much damn money, and I don't want to partake in that. Yeah, I don't think you could just throw it in the washing machine. I have to get, like, steam cleaned. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, believe it or not, guys. I have a line. Juggalos and fursuits <laughs> are where I draw the line. As she holds slime up in front of her face. You know what? It's an innocent game. Nobody's getting hurt. Nobody's <laughs> getting hurt. Exactly. Okay. Pete, hit me. Well, it's been a while since I talked about something tech-related. It's been a while um, since I... Okay. The last thing I talked about that was tech-related was, I can't remember the word, but like uh, downloading the human brain, basically. I don't remember that. Which, you weren't on that episode. I, I did that with your fill-in, RoboRisk. Oh, okay, okay. Um, while your ex-boyfriend was disappearing <laughs> into thin air. What? 
Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, see, she's already she's already moved past it. Who? I know, I got confused. <laughs> so, I thought that what I would get into today is talking about local Twitter. Marissa, do you know what local, local Twitter to who? is? It's called local Twitter. So, oh. what's your best guess of what local Twitter is? Just people, I don't... I don't know. I don't get it. It's one local Twitter? I don't get it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Say I don't know four more times. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So, like, there's, like, gay Twitter. There's, like, stan Twitter. Yeah, I get that. Because you can be gay everywhere, but you can't be local everywhere. That's a very... Right. So what do you think it could be, then? People tweeting about local shit and then no one knowing what the f*** they're talking about because they're not in the same place. Almost. Okay. You got the first half. It's a kind of complicated name for something that could easily be called any number of other things, but it's kind of a more polite way to say the intention. Evidently, this phrase came from following people and liking people who live in your town, a.k.a. locals, uh, on Twitter. Okay. So Twitter seems like an odd platform to do this with because it's supposed to connect you with people from around the world who have common interests but there's a catch let's say you're into pumpkin spice hundreds of millions of people across the country also love pumpkin spice so how could you connect with them there's just too many of them wouldn't it be easier to connect with the ones who are local to you like think about it a pumpkin spice lover in france might speak a completely different language than you Hard to relate to that person. One in Southern California may have a different dialect or time zone difference might make things feel goofy when you talk to them about how much you love pumpkin spice. (laughs) What a bunch of assholes. (laughs) One in the Midwest might not understand your Wawa references because they don't have Wawa out there. So in order to find someone who gets you, someone from the same world as you, you follow people who are local to you. Okay. You're probably already hearing the, the issue with something that would be local Twitter. Uh, that is, you're limiting yourself by being in local Twitter. And that's fine, honestly. Every social media platform you're on is designed to build safe walls Still around you. It. Should I get it already? Because I don't get it. <laughs> it's designed to build safe walls around you and your interests so that you're essentially in a personal world of your own. Unless you study how to use platforms in order to actually go against the algorithms and learn more about the world around you. So... I guess we go with this example. Well, I'll, I'll keep going and we'll see if we... Wait, we'll see local if we Twitter just every day it's someone being like, I like taters. Who in El Camino loves taters? No, nope, nope. went too says, far. Okay. I like taters. That's the tweet. Then and how do you know where they're local to? That's a local Twitter tweet. And so? And, and I'll explain so, why. Okay. Marissa, what's Sakura Eats? Sakura is from... Japan or me? Me or Sakura? Sakura. I don't want to know what country she's from. She's from Street Fighter. Street Fighter is... Oh, Japan? I'm kidding. No, a video game. (laughs) And so you might find yourself on Stan Twitter, which is composed of fandoms. Different fandoms are doing... Oh, fan. No, S-T-A-N, Stan. What does that mean? Uh, I didn't get into that. I was researching local Twitter. Arguments might erupt, though, if a Mortal Kombat fan, for example... You thought it would be okay to tell me that it's called Stan Twitter without telling me why? Yep, yep, I thought That's funny that you thought that was okay. Priorities, man. So, a Mortal Kombat fan might find you on Stan Twitter and start giving you shit 
because they think that Mortal Kombat is better than Street Fighter. And apparently Stan Twitter can get very heated and personal based around fandoms that people are interested in and everything like that. You're following and liking uh, the work of people who have a similar interest in a particular fandom. But as I explained, local Twitter can't work that way because the most common criticism in every piece is that people on local Twitter like really basic things. So I'm confused. Is this a Twitter account or a separate Twitter? It's a Twitter subculture. I don't get it. (laughs) I'll try to get there even closer. Uh, I do have a list of things coming up, which I think is really going to help you. People on local Twitter like really basic things, things that are part of the mainstream culture, so they can't really have a subculture of interests, okay? The Atlantic uh, investigated local Twitter this past summer. Uh, A quote from it says, According to teens, some local Twitter tells include tweeting generic Drake lyrics, posting about suburban life goals, uh, following only people you know in real life, and sharing updates about big school events like prom or homecoming. Esmeralda, that's just being a child. That's not being basic. That's not being an adult. Esmeralda, a 16-year-old in California, says that because local tweeters don't have a good sense of internet etiquette, they think when they think something is funny, they'll just copy and paste it as their own. So some local Twitter is a bunch of people ripping off other people. Yeah. Everything you're telling me means local Twitter is a minor. A bunch of minors that don't know about it's completely credit? it's completely comprised of teens. Yes. Okay. Um, while I don't want to just read you the article, the article has enough great quotes that I'm just gonna list them in a list right now. What else what I'm gonna list them in a paragraph? God idiot. The typical local Twitter user is a teen who is, <laughs> quote, in their own bubble of simple life pleasures and desires. Uh, they, they don't live their entire life online, and they use Twitter to connect to real-life friends like they used to do on Facebook. They sound fantastic. That's what uh, a 22-year-old in New York says. Local Twitter user- users usually have an earnest-looking selfie profile pic. This is uh, getting weird. I don't then, believe this. And then a group pic cover photo. Uh, they often have a few hundred followers, almost all of whom they follow back, and they love putting their school or grad year in their bio. You look like somebody made this up. Didn't, though, Marissa. There are mm, articles in major publications about this. <laughs> Local Twitter teens are townie-like in the sense that their world mostly revolves around, around life in their hometown. Uh, they're all well-meaning people who find out about a meme months after it peaked, or the regular guy that you know who shares uplifting news stories without fact-checking them. Okay. This is probably the best way to put it. A 55-year-old mom wouldn't necessarily be labeled as local Twitter, but a teen would be if she shares the same stuff that a 55-year-old woman would. This sounds... I don't like it. <laughs> I decided this is a deal breaker. Let's go back to the icebreaker. This is a deal breaker because I don't get it. So, and I don't like when I don't get things because I'm very open-minded, but it just sounds stupid. So it's not one Twitter account. It's basically a style of tweeting. Oh, shut up. Where? It's not a thing. I No, I refuse to accept this. This isn't real. Keep talking about your fantasy. This isn't real. <laughs> Where... um. Yeah, like you use Twitter like aim away messages when we were growing up or like 
early Facebook status updates where you're just like, Marissa Phillips is watching a show on TV, LOL, you know, like that sort of stuff. So this is just a subculture. It's not even a, uh, it's not a, an anything. It's just a subculture. And where you might willingly classify yourself as someone who might be part of, say, a street fighter or gaming subculture, local Twitter users don't know that they are local Twitter users. And this is just a weird, complicated <laughs> way of saying they're dorks. Like, I think they no. sound endearing, but the cool kids... Hear me out. <laughs> Those who criticize local Twitter think that the platform should be full of more interesting things, and so when it gets fogged up with day-to-day bullshit tweets by people of boring things, like the big game tonight or something like that, they get a little defensive. And I on one level, you might tweet excitement about prom but if you did then i bet there are thousands of tweets across the country just like yours because people across the country are also excited about their own personal proms so what we have is you know like my theory with twitter sometimes is like somebody says something and if i want to repeat what they say i retweet it i don't write it again that doesn't make any sense so i think that there is somebody out there who thinks that with a hive mind when one person says omg i can't wait for prom Everybody should just retweet that instead of writing it themselves, because that simplifies the platform. Mm, I don't know if I believe that because what if if Jenny McCarthy was is excited for Thanksgiving, I shouldn't be able to say I'm excited for Thanksgiving myself. Maybe. <laughs> did did what I say not make sense to you? No, it made sense. She's she's playing with another slime now. I have a whole bunch around me. Calm so we down. have this we have this contrast that makes local Twitter fascinating to me, I guess I'll say, <laughs> and that is I people who want to follow local people, but they're posting things that are so mainstream they may as well be teens from any town USA, and this is why people love making fun of it. People address local Twitter in tweets very often, mocking the basicness of the whole thing. For example, Chipotle put out a tweet that said, if he won't share his chips and guac, it's time to throw the whole man away. Okay. And a Twitter user retweeted that and said, I can't believe Chipotle is local Twitter because chips and guac and talking about relationships is very local Twitter. Okay, I will just say that the reason this bothers me is not the concept in itself. I find all of it fine. All the tweets are telling me I don't care that people are saying them. It's just people being basic and people wanting to call people being basic something new. So stop trying to make everything into something. Another (laughs) one is local Twitter be like, oh, man, I am mildly stressed out and crying a bit, dot, dot, dot. That feeling when you're having a mental breakdown. So, again, they're like... People are overdramatic, that sort of stuff. But also, that's funny because it's the whole internet, and people make fun of local Twitter probably do it themselves. Right, and I think that's the most fun you can have when you start to look at it from a distance. A lot of people who criticize local Twitter are people who actually participate in it quite a bit. Yeah. However, right, here's one that I picked out that was semi-complicated for you. Here's a person who says, I kind of want to leave K-pop stand Twitter, but I love my mutuals, and I don't want to move to local Twitter. I don't know what that means. Exactly. This is what I love about Twitter, that people can be out there speaking English, and you don't know what the hell they're talking about at all. I'm glad I don't use Twitter. Guys, I don't use Twitter. But one of my favorite tweets that I found uh, that I, personally, without any provocation, identified as a local tweet 
is when you turn over and he puts his arms around you and spoons you. Oh, the f- <laughs> tweeted that that you know. I don't know oh. the person who tweeted it, but after studying this for a bit, I was like, ooh, I can identify these. Did, and- they, did they hashtag TFW? No. Guys, by the way, I just want to let you know that I thought TFW meant that face win, not the feeling win. Mashable identifies three examples of tweets that make up local Twitter. One is unchecked nostalgia. So there's this tweet that got 329,000 likes and uh, let's say 84,000 comments or retweets or something like that. And it's this. I'm not a party guy, but I'd be down if someone threw a real roaring 20s party for 2020. Like real tuxedos and all. Not shirtless dudes with a bow tie. Like a real Gatsby party with everyone fully dressed like the era. That's a fine tweet. This is some guy who has less than a thousand followers and he lives in Utah. And he's a teenager. And everybody, I'm sorry, I said everybody, that's not true. But enough people were fascinated by the viralness of this particular tweet that I can't remember which organization, but one organization wrote an entire article trying to identify why this tweet went viral. I mean, that is fascinating. Old people don't get it. That is fascinating. (laughs) Some people retweeted it because they thought it was so local and stupid. Other people retweeted it because they actually agreed. They were like, oh, yes, let's have a Roaring Twenties party for 2020. That would be fun. But a lot of people got stuck up on the sentence, not shirtless dudes with a bow tie. I mean, I don't get that. Yeah, it sounds like a a weird... And what the guy was trying to say was... A Roaring Twenties party without people going like, oh, yeah, let me let me be a sexy flapper or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I get that, yeah. <laughs> I guess what bothers me about this is that I get it. Some of these are, like, simple, and if anything, they seem, like, adorably earnest. But, like, people don't like them because, like, they feel like on Twitter you need to be witty and, like, funny. But, like, not everyone's witty and funny, and I wish people who weren't funny and weren't witty would stop trying to be. And just let people tweet whatever the hell they want. Mind you, I'll probably make, I could make fun of your tweet, but it should still be there instead of you trying to be funny if you're not funny. Another category of local Twitter is uh, relationship-based longing. So there's a tweet from a teenager who that says, New future goal in life, to be the overly enthusiastic PTA mom and the one who gets kicked out of her son's t-ball game for yelling too much. That's fine. Right, but it's also a little weird. <laughs> Wait, why? Because she's looking so far into the future. Yeah. I used to have a friend that couldn't wait to be an old lady. I don't know. Then, oh, this is my favorite. There's a category, and of course, Marissa, this is going to be yours too. There's a category called indistinguishable thoughts, which is beautiful. And basically what this person who wrote the article did was they pulled a series of of tweets from a variety of different people from all over the country uh, but that were all posted roughly at the same time, and they're all about they, they're all about handwritten letters, and it's just a bunch of kids just seemingly like again hive mind all posting at the same time about how they would prefer to get handwritten letters than like texts and stuff. And well, yeah, the more you talk, I just get more fascinated and more annoyed at the same time. I don't know. Yeah, and then. Also under indistinguishable thoughts are tweets like this. Concerts are where you realize how beautiful it is to be alive in the world. <laughs> and then this one, which is a good one, that says, I wish I met some people a little earlier and some people a little later and some never at all. 
And it's like, you know what? What? <laughs> These are all appropriate if MySpace still existed. Yes. Like, <laughs> I, I guess that's to some what, degree, people the wrong, were, They have the wrong platform. People are wishing that it kind of got past that, but as is the case with social media, right? Like MySpace got boring because everybody was on there and getting all emo with it, and then Facebook came along, and now Facebook's for old people, and Twitter's here, uh, and and Twitter is also starting to lose its base for whatever the hell's coming next. Which I don't know why it's just like with the way the technology is, just build your own social network using some other system, and like just have a social network that's just your friends. You don't need the public involved. I agree. You might expect that the next thing I'm going to tell you is how to not tweet locally because so much of this phenomenon is rooted in making fun of the concept. I'm going to be like, here's how to be cool, guys, right? In high school, if you're like, oh, the Beatles? I don't really like the Beatles. Yes, you do. In some way, you do. You're just trying to be cool by saying, I don't like the Beatles. And I see you rolling your eyes right now trying to figure out how you like the Beatles, Marissa. But you do because you like pop music. <laughs> I do. I don't like Nirvana. Am I allowed to not like Nirvana? Straight sure. up? Sure. Thank you. As long <laughs> local, as I get that. To me, local Twitter is for kids who aren't confident enough to be themselves just yet. Those who are on local Twitter may just be basic people into basic things, just like you said, Marissa. But and that's fine. not really it's not really a bad thing. Lots of people like Drake, probably because he's very likable. I wouldn't know because I can't identify a Drake song. <laughs> I like pumpkin spice. You never heard um, Kiki, the Kiki nope. Challenge song? You never heard Hotline Bling? Probably did, but I don't remember it. Okay, fair enough. Lots of people just discovered a meme that other people knew about last year. Which uh, one? Because it could take a long time for me. <laughs> I'm not talking about specifics. <laughs> Why? That's another aspect of local Twitter. If you like retweet a meme that was really famous last year, then people are like, look at this basic a-hole. They're just discovering this meme or something like that. I discovered but, Chocolate Rain like a year to two years too late and then like wouldn't shut up about it. You know what? I would, so I would be on local Twitter if I was a teenager. crap out there. It's impossible to be up on every single meme at every single moment. It's crazy. You shouldn't criticize somebody just because they're discovering it a little late, you know? You might just turn on the radio and hear a Smashing Pumpkin song and you'll be like, oh, I'm really into these guys. But it, and but whoever comes up to you and is like, Smashing Pumpkins? Oh, they're so 90s. Yeah, they're 90s. So what? Who gives a shit? A while ago, I heard Dashboard Confessional for the first time. By a while ago, I mean a few months ago. And I was actually being like, why do people like this? And I tweeted that. No, I tweeted that. I did not tweet that. I put it on Facebook. <laughs> I was like, why do people like Dashboard Confessional? Everyone got so mad at me. <laughs> so it reminds me of that. Yeah, and to sort of switch the lens a little bit, um, when somebody likes something that you really like and they're discovering it for the first time and trying to tell people about it, you might get a little defensive because you might be like territorial and be like, that was my thing first, you know? And that is a person that you would consider local. Guys, Marissa is freaking out right now because she touched her shirt with her slime and she got like cotton on the slime. She looks so got, happy yeah. right now. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please continue. I can't tell you how to not tweet locally because it's completely unavoidable. You can't be on the inside of every subculture or new thing out there. Local Twitter is like when you call someone normal. In many cases, it's downright aggressive. I'm better than normal. I'm unique. I'm quirky. I'm better uh, than some normal person out there. I could never be normal because normal is boring. But normal is normal so 
let like a lot of people say that local Twitter is a really peaceful, idyllic place because people are just posting normal, day-to-day, happy thoughts. Yeah, it sounds nice. They're not posting like political crap, yelling at each other and stuff like that. Of course, since this uh, article was published, apparently a little bit of racism and misogyny has moved into local Twitter. But, but isn't that going to move Twitter? into anything? <laughs> how can you be... What? I don't get that when part. People, when people who post a lot of local tweets oh. sort of get considered a local tweeter, I guess, and then when they start you know, engaging in that. So if any teenager out there listening to this has made it this far, please listen on. All of this is fake. Normal isn't boring. And when they discovered that family who had 13 kids held captive in their house in California, watch the dateline on them. Everybody was like, that family's really normal. Normal can carry a lot of weirdness with it, okay? When you start to apply labels like basic or local or normal, you put walls around people, and you do this because you've been trained to categorize people for your entire life ever since you were born. And I'm not going to deep dive into non-dualism right now, but I will advocate for it if you Google it. We're all trying our best in this world, and we don't need other people throwing judgment at us just because we're trying to be ourselves, even though Marissa and I love judging people. Yeah. <laughs> but we save it for people that we know, and we keep it to ourselves. I know. Hey, you know what? Me talking about local Twitter, very much local Twitter. Also, that was very nice, although it's sad that no teenagers listen to this, for sure. <laughs> for sure. That concludes... My coverage of local Twitter, something that you, you know what? Going against Marissa's catchphrase, he didn't need to know about it. Yep. I just told you something you didn't need to know. If you want to get out there and tweet about like Ed Sheeran and Venmo, uh, these would all be considered local tweets. Yeah, don't. And they are actually things that we have railed against on this show before. Don't tweet about Venmo, please. Yeah. Any questions, Marissa? No, I think I interrupted you a billion times in the middle so I can have my questions answered immediately. I apologize, you're a patient man. No, it's so what if fine. I'm good. Do you want to plug DIY slime recipes or? I haven't made slime myself. I just oh. buy slime. Wow. And I'm lazy. No, I don't have to plug anything. What do you want to plug? I don't want to plug anything. Okay. I want to plug you all having a great day after listening to this. Oh my gosh. 570-POD-WOD-1, that's our phone number. You can review us on iTunes and all that business. And we'll talk to you next week when Marissa is going to gobble, gobble, gobble. I'm going to (laughs) gobble. Bye! (laughs) Bye!